All right, Shabbos, say good morning. Let us begin. So we, we are picking up in Os Mem Vav, um, which we began, which we began uh, a little while, I'm sorry, in Os, yeah, in Os Mem Vav, which we, Baruch Hashem, began last Monday and then uh, had a few days without it. So let's resume. So we'll say, if you remember again, just reorient ourselves a little bit. Tzadik began in this particular Os by quoting the Pasuk in Tehillim. And the Pasuk in Tehillim says, That Hashem says to the Rasha, literally, Malacha, what business do you have speaking of my covenants? So if you remember again, Reb Tzadik said that technically speaking, what that means is that the Rasha should really have no place in Torah. Right, that a Russia shouldn't be able to learn Torah. After all, again, a person who clearly disregards, wantonly disregards the word and the ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu should really not have any place in the learning of Torah. But yet, Reb Tzadik then goes on to explain, and he says, but the Kadmonim, he quotes over the Reish Yitzchachman, others quote the Ma'amar Chazal, kol that in general, if you're a guest at someone's house, you have to do whatever the balabas, whatever your host tells you, with the exception of leaving. And very interesting, uh, very interesting and fascinating halacha. This idea that you know the balabas tells you he wants you to bench, he wants you to say the he wants you to take the food first. You have to listen to everything the balabas tells you, with one exception: if the balabas tells you. I want you to leave. You do not have to listen. So we spoke about, again, a week ago, we spoke about, as Sasamis brings down, others bring down, that this concept is a reaction to the story of Kamsa and Bar Kamsa, which is quite fascinating. But on a deeper level, Rav Tzadik says what it means is as follows, that we are conditioned, of course, to listen to the Ribbon Hashem. Whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us, we do. But if the Ribbon Olam were to say, I no longer desire a relationship with you. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu were to say, I need you to leave my presence, I am not obligated to listen to that. In other words, that I will have a relationship with Hashem, even if Hashem were to communicate to me, I don't want it with you. A dramatic, dramatic idea. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Balabais. He is the Balabas, right? He's, he's the host. He's in charge. I have to listen to everything he says to me. Chutz say. Unless, of course, he tells me to get out. If he tells me to leave, I'm sorry, I can't listen to that. I can't accept those words. I'm staying with you. I'm engaged in the relationship and I'm going nowhere. So we'll say, look what Rabbi Tzavik says. We're picking up page Kuf Vav. I'm picking up in the Bi'uri HaChasidus, the left-hand column, last two lines. So Rabbi Tzavik says, it is, it is not for nothing that the Torah includes the story of the Ma'apilim. Now we'll say, who are the Ma'apilim? So he quotes over here the Pasuk, Vayapilu la'alos al-rosh ha'har. Al-ilu she's, on page Kovzai now, Be'uriah Chasidus. Al-ilu she's akshu la'alos li'eretz Yisrael, gam acharei gezeras onesh ha-maraglim shalei kansu la'aretz. So we'll say, remember again, we know this story. The Maraglim come back, deliver their disastrous report. As a result, they are punished, Klal Yisrael is punished, to roam the desert for 40 years. Amazingly enough, the next morning, there were a group of individuals who decided to try to enter the land. They're called the Ma'apilim. They tried to enter the land, and Moshe tells them, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. You're not going to be successful. And the Avi was like, what were they thinking? 
What are they thinking? In other words, here, we just saw what happened when you defy the word of God. We just saw that with the Meraglim. Now again, Moshe Rabbeinu says, you can't go in. And now you're going to go in anyway? Now, 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 now you're going to go in? It doesn't make any sense. See, he goes on, he says something amazing. Asher kavar ha'aminu, az kol am Yisrael, I'm sorry, she'el she'yish alanu li'omov musra haskil mehem. There's an incredible Musr to be learned from the Ma'apilim. V'hu shalom e'achar she'kavar ha'eminu az kol am Yisrael ba'amitos divrei Moshe shaharei kavar his charatu al chayit ha'maraglim va'amar hinenu va'alinu hinenu va'alinu elamakom ha'sharam ha'ashem kichatanu ve'im kain lama lo shamu l'moshe rabbeinu So we'll say, remember again, Absalik says, here, they sinned. They defied God. They defied Moshe. They realized they were wrong. They realize they have to machit maraglim, sin of the spies. They realize they're wrong. So now, why are they defying Moshe? And why are they defying the Ribbono Shal Olam again? Because it's totally counterintuitive. In fact, if you think about it, the, the episode of the Ma'apilim is even more disturbing and incomprehensible than the sin of the Meraglim. Right? Because remember, the, the Meraglim, okay. But the Ma'apilim, I mean, not okay, but you understand. Meaning, okay, they, clearly, so we, made, we made mistakes. But the Ma'apilim, we saw what happens when there's disobedience to the word of God. And yet, again, still they insisted on going into the land, even though Hashem said, you're not going in. And Moshe Rabbeinu said, you're not going in. So what's the pshat? Vim kein lamalo shamalo Moshe Rabbeinu. al talu. If that's the case, ultimately, again, so why do they say, why do they say to Moshe, you're, you, why, excuse me, why do they not listen to Moshe when Moshe says, you can't go in because Hashem is not in your midst? He says, They should have understood that Hashem does not want them to go into Eretz Yisrael now. But so we're not listening to this. Ela, Muchach, so we'll say this is incredible. Says Rab Tzaddik, the Ma'apilim felt that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, you can't go into Eretz Yisrael, this was a case of kol ma'ashiyomar l'cha balabayis asei, Chutz mitzay. That really the Ribbon Shalom is telling us not to go in. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't drive us away from him. He can't do that. Or I don't have to listen when HaKadosh Baruch Hu tries to drive me. I have to listen to everything Hashem says. But ultimately, again, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I no longer desire a relationship with you. I no longer want closeness with you. I no longer want connection with you. I don't have to listen. This was the Svara Sezrab Tzadik of the Ma'apilim. It's true we made a mistake. We acknowledge we made a mistake. It was a terrible and horrific and dramatic mistake that had so many repercussions. But at the end of the day, I don't have to listen to Hashem when Hashem is trying to distance me from Him. And therefore, again, the Ma'apilim felt justified in going into the land. Such a dramatic idea. She'in l'shmoa, b'koloshah balabais, you don't have to listen to the balabas. You don't have to listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kisha'omer, she'in lachzar b'tshuva. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that I can't do tshuva, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that I can't return, I am not 
obligated to listen to him. So really, an incredible, so, so two incredible developments, two incredible chidushim by the, by the, by the, by the so I want to point out that this vart of whatever the balabayis tells you to do, you have to do except leave, except distance yourself. This is already stated before Rabbi Tzaddik, but Rabbi Tzaddik is applying this to the episode of the Ma'apilim, which is really exceptionally dramatic, exceptionally dramatic, that this was their svara. They weren't trying to negate the sin. They weren't trying to undermine or to lessen the sin of the Meraglim. They just felt that the Jew has to listen to God in every single area of life, except when HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells you to go away. I don't have to listen when Hashem tells me to go away. We'll say, so we'll, we'll see, we'll stop over here for today, but we'll see in Merit Hashem that this particular piece has many different ramifications, including, including I don't think Reb Sadiq quotes it, he doesn't quote it, but, you know, this, I'll, I'll just say this now, you know, th- this happens to be one of the, um, one of the incredible insights into the episode with Elisha ben Avuya. Just very quickly, I'll tell you this. You know, we know the story of Elisha ben Avuya, right? Elisha ben Avuya becomes an apicorius, becomes an apostate. Was a, he was a gadol hador, and he became an apostate. And he had a time with Rabbi Meir. And Rabbi Meir was always by his side trying to urge him to go ahead and come back. But Elisha ben Avuya said, I can't because shamati me'achori ha'pargut. I hear from behind the curtain, from the inner sanctum of the Ribbono Sholem, Shuvu Banu Shove, Shuvu Banim Shovevim, return, O wayward children, Chutz Me'acher, with the exception of Acher. So, Elisha Ben Avuya said, I would do Tshuva, I would do Tshuva, but Echadosh Baruch doesn't even want me. So, it's very interesting because the Rishonim and the Achronim try to understand, like, what what happened over here? Like what what is this? What does this mean? Like what, what, is the, what does that basco mean? So actually, instead Rabbi Soloveitchik in the Chuvah Jirasha discusses. He said the Rebbeinu Shalom never heard this. Excuse me, never said this. Chazal Baruch said never said chutz acher. So the Rav's lashon in in the in the Chuvah the way it's written in the in the Jirasha the way it's written is Rihuko garam sheyishma zeh. Elisha ben Avuya's own inner distance caused him to hear this. You know, sometimes we project. We project. So Elisha ben Avuya assumed he was so broken that if I don't like myself, HaKadosh Baruch Hu certainly doesn't like me. He projected his own broken kite onto the Ribbono Sha'olam. But the Shla HaKadosh says something amazing. The Shla says, no, maybe God said it. Maybe God said, chutz mi acher. But you, know, you know what the Shla says? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares what HaKadosh Baruch Hu said? And he actually quotes this memra. Kol ma she yomer chutz Maybe God did say chutz me'acher. Maybe Echadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want you back. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he truly is excluding you from the possibility of children. Maybe that's all possible. But at the end of the day, who says you're supposed to listen? So I want to say it's so incredible. You so we'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up with the rest of Mem Vav tomorrow. Shkoyach. Thank you.